Here we go. Join Andrew Wall and Brad Salmeida. Our mission: make accounting fun. Follow us as we chat with amazing guests every Friday. Are, Are you ready? ready? Woohoo! Woohoo! Another Friday, another hey. amazing day. Uh, we're here with the amazing Diane Mueller. I feel like we should all like learn the Trump dance. What was there that? Hector what said, the heck what is a Trump dance? I don't <laughs> want to know you, you guys. It? I'm trumped out. <laughs> oh, oh, I think I think I heard about it. I, I can't keep all the Trump shit straight anymore. Yeah, Hector did a great little post. It was uh, some guy who was actually doing like a quasi sort of TikTok where he was teaching you dance moves. And then you, you put it all together and then they show it, it's actually the Trump. Dance. Yeah, and then they put Trump right beside him. And oh, it was, I, think I, exactly I think I did right see move. that. I did see it. Late, right, all the late night TV shows had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, and I think uh, you know there's some positive news. I know we're not a political show, but uh, there's some big political news. So I think we should address the fact that we have a new U.S. president. I think uh, the world's going to settle down a bit. Yeah, president elect. I like the sound of it. And you know, I was just thinking about this before we we went live about how the three of us met. Now, Diane. You and I were gonna. We had a speaking engagement at, in Toronto that, yeah. with Tannis Young, and and we met kind of online and talked. But we hadn't met in person until we we went to San and Jose. Till San Jose, and then yes. Andrew, um, of course, my partner in crime for five years of San Jose. Andrew, you might remember this. It was actually the one year we came in on a Saturday instead of a Sunday. So we were there on Saturday night because mm -hmm. we had something going down on Sunday. And we sat in the hotel lobby in the San Jose Fairmont. Yeah. Diane was on one side of me and Andrew was on the other. And you guys argued about outsourcing or something. Yeah. That's and I think right. Diane and I were arguing about crowd sizes, literally crowd sizes at conferences. Because for those of you who don't know, Diane is if there was a bookkeeping hall of fame up here in Canada, Diane would be definitely in it. I saw yeah. her get a lifetime achievement award at the CPB um, conference a few years ago. That was pretty cool. But um, anyways, yeah, that, Di Diane comes from the sage. Sorry to interrupt. Comes from the sage world, and and of course, I'm I'm pretty green um, with QuickBooks, and I think we debated literally crowd sizes i, yeah, I said oh sure. you know there's five thousand people gonna be at quickbooks connect and you're like oh you should see yeah 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 and we were sitting there like and of 8, course thousand every week every year of course we had a few drinks in us so i think the three of us were all like and of course diane famously didn't like many accountants back in the day and, and then she met andrew and i and now she likes accountants and that's, that's right that. exactly there, you, you you gave me hope that's there right. you go so andrew sorry to cut you off there i okay. i've been wanting i just thought of that and i wanted to get it out there it's all right I, but i guess i i probably haven't get got you to turn the corner i may have got you to turn the corner on accountants but i don't think i've got you to turn the corner yet on outsourcing have i no 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 that was <laughs> That'll that never happen. happen. Yeah, that, that's never gonna happen. No, no. I, I've got the Canadian bookkeepers back on that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't expect that to happen. Yeah. But speaking of crowd sizes, we have the QuickBooks Connect conference coming next up week. again next week. Yeah. Yes. I'm I'm excited for that, even if it is virtual, because I, I know Intuit's gonna do fun stuff. 
you know for sure i didn't i i got an invitation today for the happy hour pi uh, drink thing is all i saw and went sure yeah. i'm in <laughs> and i've had people ask why haven't you accepted yet i i haven't had a chance to look at it i just looked at the subject line i thought oh this looks cool i'm going to i'm going to click on that later and then um cheryl from intuit canada is like brad did you get the the connect the link and i was like no, but it sounds like fun. I've I've got next Wednesday block completely off, so I'm I'm pretty stoked about that. I'm actually doing a, a webinar with Intuit and um, Fun Through. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Fun Through. Yeah, mm -hmm. I've seen it. Yes. Yeah. So so they've asked me to to do this uh, this webinar the day before Connect, and with the connection to Intuit and everything, I'm I'm pretty excited because. You know, if if, you, if anyone follows us uh, every month or sorry every week, we moan and groan about the lack of conferences and how we miss everybody, and mm -hmm. that's a very real thing. We all do miss each other greatly. So next week will be, you know, it'll be almost like the real thing, and yeah. it'll be next year, right? Big Pfizer announcement this week. Vaccines are out there. I think it's time to kick this. But this virus to the curb. Absolutely. Um, we're going to have a tough little winter there, but the 21, uh, 21 is going to be an epic year. I agree. It will. It will be. A, yeah, for sure. Wild 2020, year. I think, has is, is made us more resilient. As hard as it's been, you know, the good things come out of these things. They've, they've yeah, studied yeah. pandemics hard through times history. make strong people. But Absolutely. pandemics in general and, and diseases in general have shaped our history for, for millennia, like for yeah ever and they they you look back historians look back and they say well this happened and this happened afterwards and it's i believe we're gonna all benefit from it so absolutely you know, little early course, but everyone. here's to 2021 <laughs> there you go so we were talking offline dan what are you drinking tonight it's this special. is a lemon drop martini there you go and deliver Right to your desk, right? She got it delivered. delivered to my desk about five minutes ago by my husband who makes really, really good ones. So if anyone was following along and get into it earlier, there was a discussion on the history of these drinks and I can almost taste it. Yeah, Next time so you got to bring some for Andrew and I. <laughs> Absolutely. For sure. I thought about putting the recipe in, but truthfully, I don't know it. He makes them. <laughs> <laughs> just get delivered. How do you beat that? Exactly. Yeah. Andrew, you would love that service, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, I would. So yeah, it's pretty cool. Martini, it should be stirred, not shaken, right? <laughs> yes, but he but he shakes it. He does shake it. Yeah. Ah, he's got his moves. Nice. Yeah, I've seen him. I've seen him. He shakes it for sure. So speaking of drinks, this happy hour thing, I don't think I've actually I've been in a I've actually been in a conference. Hence the new swag. Um, yeah. I was been in the conference for the last uh, two days. What's so icon? Icon is the um, Infusionsoft slash Keeper. Oh, all right. Um, oh. Actually, what I've, so what I've got to say is, obviously a much smaller conference than than QB Connect, although in their heyday, I think they did get up to 5,000 people out to their conference. Um, but the way they did this conference uh, was really, really interesting. So they remember I was talking to you guys about, I want to see them, I really hope into it makes use of Zoom rooms. And, and, you know, connecting the community. Yeah. They did this at Icon and they did it really, really well. I mean, nice. it was, I had my complaints about some of the things like it was like literally no lunch breaks, like, and it went from 
Oh, just one after another after another. I, I went to one like that. That's 9 a.m. till 9 p.m. No time for lunch or snacks. It was oh, God. Too, too long, too long, too long in front of your computer. Yeah. But what they did, which was really amazing, is so first of all, they had these um, Zoom meeting rooms that you could pop into throughout the day when they had uh, ostensibly breaks that were like not really breaks. Um, you you could go into these rooms and connect with people. But then what they also did is throughout the day, they would have networking hours. And so what would happen in the networking hour is uh, everyone would come into the main stage and then you would get separated out into Zoom rooms with somewhere between five to eight people in each Zoom room. Mm -hmm. And each networking time you were sort of given a different project. Like, so it was, you know, the first one they were like, okay, I want you to get you know, the first uh, networking hour was they wanted you to get the name, um, the location, um, the industry, and the type of business, whether it was online, offline, or influencer, because the nature of their business. And you were supposed to put these down and jot these down, whether that's in a physical piece of paper or a spreadsheet. And then they rotated that three or four times. And they, they called it sort of the connector uh, thing. And it was the idea of like helping you to become a better connector by knowing the people in the community, um, which I thought was absolutely brilliant, right? It's just a little thing, but if, and especially in our community, that would be huge because we've got so many accountants who, if you don't have that, like, here's the process of what we're going to go through. I'm going to put you in a group with eight people and you have to tell them your name, you know, where you're from, where you're from, you know, whether you're an accountant or a bookkeeper and if you have a niche. Um, and then they did that the first time and then, they did it again. And so this is the same one hour session. So you come, you go out for 10 minutes, you come back in, talk for two minutes, go back out for 10 minutes. And now it was, okay, what's the problem you're trying to solve? And what are you looking to do so that you could go back through your list of the other people that you've met and ah. recommend or refer someone who might be able to benefit or, or if you personally happen to know. So not only did you have the people in your group that might know how to solve that problem. Yeah, you had some answers. Had, yeah. You had cool. five to eight people who all knew five to eight other people. So you essentially had a network of like 60 potential people that could be referred on That's to. That's brilliant. Yeah, it was absolutely brilliant. Done done very, very well. Um, and the the energy, they also did these things, which I had recommended to Intuit last year, but they didn't listen to me. Um uh because i'd seen these before like where they'd done them in i've an seen audio. those in the goofy photo yeah, booths like you want, yeah, you <laughs> but yeah. the thing is it, so in when I I the was, feather feather boa when i was at idea city they did it this way so they gave every they put one in every seat and it was just a double-sided right super simple like what does this cost you know nothing sense, to nothing but it instantly creates audience participation, participation. totally yeah. Right. And, and audience engagement. And that's, we know our community, right? We know we want to yeah. be engaged and connected. Totally. We don't want um, anyone, no matter how great they are to get up on stage and speak to us for two hours. Yeah. Like that if, if Arij is just going to get up on stage and speak for the whole time, as much as I love yeah. Arij, that's going to mm -hmm. suck. Yeah. Right. Like how are they going to get the community engaged in a virtual way? And, so that's what I'm looking forward to see. I'm, and I'm really hoping, because I know Intuit, they, and they, they, they do things well. And I'm sure that like if, if Infusionsoft can come up with these creative ideas, I'm expecting like the bar to be up here <laughs> when it comes to Intuit. 
Um, so I'm looking forward to it and I'm hoping that they do that. I really hope it's not just phoned in and they're like, well, we got great presenters. So it's just going to be a bunch of webinars. Well, the pre- I, I still think the presenters, you know, when we did the, the Canadian one uh, a few months back, it was a lot of fun and there's the presenters and that, but we were having more fun just interacting with yeah. our community. So to me, that's what I want to see. I want to be able to find other people and, and be able to communicate and do that. And maybe it'll involve some offline Zoom rooms again. That was cool when people yeah. just said, hey, I've opened up a Zoom, come hang out with us. And then like Tanya well, Hills did that. We shouldn't have yeah. to do that. This should. I agree. I agree. There should be a platform where you could go in and like you just said, Andrew, there's a potential there for a, a cool networking or in, interactive sort of thing. But like you say, round table into it is really good at at doing stuff and they'll probably surprise us. I mean, for those of you who haven't attended one of these yet, when we did it in Canada uh, up here, um, not only did they make it like a conference, but then you get notification, oh, check your email. You've got a code for, we call it skip the dishes up here. I think it's DoorDash or whatever down in the US, um, Grubhub. And we got to buy lunch, you know, yeah. you, you took your lunch break and then you got food delivered to your house. That was super yeah. cool. Yeah. And then everyone in attendance, they sort of shipped them a little bit of swag. That's you know? right. Got coffee for cool. breakfast. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 It was absolutely. just a nice little touch. Yeah. And, and so, so that I'm looking for that now, real live conferences, scaling new heights was, was earlier yeah, this week. Right. And it seemed to go over well. I think I think Joe pulled it off. Um, it was in Florida. It was in Orlando. So it, was, it wasn't at Disney, but it was pretty close. And it looked like people had a good time. I saw a lot of yeah. people from our U.S. community on social. I saw them in Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, they seemed to be having a great time. And I actually had a bit of FOMO. I went to, to uh, <laughs> scaling last year. And I really did. I felt it, especially when I saw the people that were down there. So... What you was know, the attendance like, though? Yeah, I think it was a couple hundred. I think he had like four or five hundred in person. That's and then he had a virtual right. version. I think it was. Yeah, I forget the number now, but it was it was sizable enough. Now, when I was there, it was more than that. But you expect that, right? Yeah. I saw Linda and Matthew had a couple of uh, interviews and things live that they did. So, yeah. yeah, I saw that, and and it did look like there was a number of people. Um, and to be honest, I mean, that is in this environment very very impressive to pull off but it's also no one's doing it but it it goes to show you like if you can get four to five hundred people out and like when how many what how many cases a day are they getting in the u.s right now like how many well that's florida which is is the thing about florida uh, is they're opposite obviously they're warm climate so they had their heavy heavy spikes in um you know, a few months ago and not in the, in the summertime because everyone's inside in air conditioned comfort. Right. So now it's, it's warm, it's temperate, people are outside more. So their numbers are actually down. So relative to other states, yep. what's they're the, still bad everywhere. I mean, yeah, it doesn't matter it's, where you it's, are. The last I saw it, Andrew, it was 120,000 a day running about. In Florida and I think or the higher. U.S.? No, the U.S. The U.S. was 170,000 today. Oh, there you so. go. Oh, there but, you go. but it really is, it, it's in the colder spots again. It's come back to the places that they had it in the spring. So it sounds like they pulled it off. I I have no idea. You know, I, I presume there was social distancing and masks and all that stuff. And 
I could see how you would pull it off. Whether I would go or not, it's another story, but I, I, I was surprised how many people I knew showed up. So Brad, let's not kid a kidder. If there was an event in Calgary, you would have been there. <laughs> well, theoretically. Hazmat suit, but you would have been there, I guarantee. Yeah, if it was into it, for sure. There's no doubt about that. I had, I had a conversation with a, with, a, with a pretty hot lead today, and I talked about my relationship with Intuit and started talking about conferences and got all emotional. <laughs> she kind of picked up on it. Was, yeah, I'm so sorry. I don't normally get this way. I miss my friends. Yeah, it's so it true. I just every every morning Facebook comes up with a memory, and it's somebody oh, yeah. I miss talking to, and I miss seeing, and I miss hugging, and it's it's yeah. just and horrid. it's conference season, so the pictures are there from years gone by. You know? Yeah, like literally five, six years ago. It's really hard sometimes to wake up and look at your phone because. Because as much as great as those memories are, you're like, that just makes you hate this year. That Even more. More. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Diane, you um, you've been doing so. What, what, what's new with you? Like I know you you have a different. Yeah, you got a different partnership. You want to tell us a little bit more about that? Sure. So um, what's been well, you know, it's I it's really not doing anything different than I've always done, which is you know make sure that I'm promoting bookkeeping in Canada. Surprise, so surprise. when I'm no, when I'm no longer involved with IPBC, I'm not on the board or anything anymore, just a regular member now. What are they called now? What's the, what's oh the, yeah, what yeah, I have to be careful actually. I should name. call it IPBC, it's oh, yeah, you, Canada. CPB it's, Canada, and I think yeah. that's good. I think that's more descriptive because then that's, you can that's the new branding. CPB. Yeah, yes, yeah, the new branding. Yeah, Certified professional bookkeepers. bookkeeper, CPB. Yeah, CPB uh, I am. Cash. I am a bit concerned, and I voiced my opinion, as you know, I would when they decided to change the name, because of course our actual accreditation is a CPB. So yes. I thought, okay, well, if everybody that's a member, because not all members, of course, are CPBs, they're mm. working towards that, then the general public, as in the business owner, is going to be struggling to know whether you actually have passed the exam and are a certified right. um, professional bookkeeper or just a member. So I I had my own issues ar around that, but um, it went ahead. So did, they, so did they finally cave? No, of course not. It's CPB Canada. Right. So <laughs> well, the, the thing that I do like about it is very similar to like CPA Canada, right? Yeah. At least it's a little more descriptive because I know the IPBC used to confuse people. Like people yeah. at your institute, what, what? And it, there was really a, not a lot of clarity about what was being provided. So a similar struggle, right? With the branding. Yeah. Yes. But yes. no, I've seen some of the new branding. It looks good and, you yeah. know, it feels good. And, and you know, I'm a big fan of-, of Yeah, yeah, like, I totally like the, the whole new look and stuff. I just worry yeah. about that uh, confusion to the general public there. It's just sure. marketing, right? It's just getting the it word is. out. Yeah. And, uh, so. Yeah, for sure. So anyways, uh, back to what I'm doing now. So uh, one of my cohorts in this whole thing, of course, for many, many years has been my good friend, Marge Wagwin Debris, who is in Edmonton and has been writing bookkeeping curriculum for colleges for the last 25 years. And of course, when I started CPB Canada, formerly IPBC, uh, I had 
contacted Marge way back then, and she's written all of the um, tests, the exams, all of that kind of stuff for CPB Canada since back in the beginning, and they've been updated every year. But she had decided that she was going to leave Nate. So you, you'll be familiar with Nate, Brad. Yeah, just like Where, C, but it's North. Yes, exactly. So she has been the head bookkeeping department manager and has ran that whole thing for quite oh, over 20 years. But she recently decided that uh, that was enough of that. And uh, her and I and uh, another fantastic friend who again was very much involved in helping me with CPB Canada. Uh, Shelly Ridiker, we three of us decided we were going to get together and start teaching proper fundamental bookkeeping. And it's Trifold Bookkeeper Advisors. And we run courses. We actually have um, been completely overwhelmed by all of the support that we have gotten and the huge amount of people wanting to take the course. And we've now run it for a year. It's going really, really well. We're having the time of our life, loving it, getting to know a lot of people and providing solid bookkeeping, fundamental bookkeepers that can then move on to be cloud bookkeepers because I'm of the opinion that you can't be a good bookkeeper unless you know the fundamentals. So you can't go out and learn QuickBooks online or Sage or any of them and be a good bookkeeper for what a bookkeeper needs to be doing today, which is general ledgers and trial debits and credits, trial balance. Yeah, the whole thing, we teach them right from the beginning what bookkeeping actually is, the definitions, GAAP, um, international financial, uh, the whole thing. So do you like teach them that. accounting concepts or is there an understanding that they have to know some accounting? You're actually no, teaching we them, teach the them and We teach them everything Very right cool. through to T accounts, how to create them, how many times you'll use them in the future <laughs> when you need to. You can always go back to your your T accounts. Are you kidding? I still do it today. If I've got a really complicated. Oh, if you're really, yeah, totally. Yeah, absolutely. I'll, I'll draw them out and do a T account and make sure I get it. I get it right. And then of course, normal balances, debit credits, contra accounts, uh, prepaids, all of that kind of stuff is, is what we're teaching them. And we do it all manually. So they have to go from. It's the way to learn. A T account. The way I learn directly into ledgers and subledgers, subsidiary accounts, all of it done manually, pen and paper, ledger books, and right through to trial balance and then create financial statements, balance sheet and income statement. And that's all happens within 12 weeks. Within 12 weeks. How many hours how many hours a day for 12 weeks? So it, no, it's two and a half hours a week. Okay. And then they've got homework to do also. But yeah. And starting in the new year, Marge is working really, really hard right now, actually, on the advanced class, mastery, bookkeeping mastery class, which again, will still be manual bookkeeping, just getting into more of the little bit higher level stuff. And we're going to hopefully release that in the first quarter of 2021. And is this, are these like done through Zoom? Do you have like, is it, is it a Memberium type of thing or... 
or yeah uh, no we've got Abby. live instructor through zoom have to have their camera on yep. <laughs> so we can see what they're doing and paying attention and uh yeah and then and then it's homework and they upload their homework it gets marked every week and you know feedback and going back to them tough, a tough uh, teacher i bet what, what uh, well actually shelly rudiker who is actually the main instructor is a fantastic instructor because again comes out of teaching at the college level for a lot a lot right. of years so she's by far our main instructor and i you know chime in and help out when i can and yeah but yeah it's it's not an easy course they got to pay attention and they uh, have to do their work and well bookkeeping's not easy there's nothing worse than people just thinking that it's just some administrative task that you can just pick up just like that yeah you know well, that, that's one thing that always bothers me what's that andrew an epidemic right now where people yeah. think you can just anyone can become a book oh yeah well you know it, it doesn't help that i've seen ads for these programs and it's it's so cheesy it's like oh you know it's at some hotel up near in northeast calgary near the airport and you can be a bookkeeper after this eight hour session and they charge you all this money and they're saying yeah not only that but we'll also tell you how to do marketing and how to get yeah, clients yeah. and open up there your own bookkeeping you business by the time you're done right yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like a turnkey bookkeeping operation. And it's just, yeah. you know, I, I had a conversation with that lead I was telling you about earlier. We talked about bookkeeping and I said, all bookkeepers are not created equal. There's That's so right. many out there that because you can just call yourself a bookkeeper. I'm sorry. It's, it's that old thing where we don't need a license or anything to hand the, hang the shingle out the door that uh, I'm the newest and greatest bookkeeper in the neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's it, why it, and it's so dangerous it, it's yes. so dangerous because if we look at the bigger picture to that and which has always been my motivation mm -hmm. is the small business owner needs to be able to hire a bookkeeper and know they're getting the best and we don't want to find out at the end of the year so when they take their the stuff to way. the accountant that uh okay now it's going to cost you you know thousands of dollars as i clean up your bookkeeping yeah, yeah. well i i you know i'm a member of a lot of um facebook groups as i'm sure a lot of you guys are and sometimes you see some of those questions that come across those groups and you're like holy fuck someone it's scary and actually i gotta tell you a story because it's the absolute reason why i finally got a hold of marge and said i'm done we have to do this i purposely put some questions out on our facebook groups the ones that we all belong to about simple bookkeeping things that a bookkeeper that is in their own business should know and watch what came back. And I was horrified, just horrified. And I said, that's it, Marge, because Marge and I have been talking about this for quite a while, but we just, you know, never actually sat down and got to it. And I said, that's it, Marge, like we have to do this because this is not good. Look at this stuff. So yeah, that's kind of weird all or at least got the push to make us do it. Some good comments in the in the, the Facebook feed. I see both Marge and Shelly are out there. I know. Yeah. They're the best They're, partners in the world, man. They're yeah, great. There's lot, lots of comments about what you've been saying and you know and what we've been talking about, how bookkeepers are not created equal and how mm -hmm. hard can it be, you know? Yeah. It is yeah. hard. Accounting's yeah. hard. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would almost argue that bookkeeping is harder than accounting 
because accounting we're, we're you know we're doing theory and well but not only that is like with with bookkeeping you like are on such a transactional level yeah. where you really need to and you're like working with your customer to categorize expenses which you know if unless you actually truly know your client and his business it's very, very difficult to do because something from the bay could be yes. anything, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's so true. And I think what I have found in the past, and again, I'm not ditching on accountants, but what I have found in the past is what they do is they think about the tax return. So if they get yeah. a set of books that they have to do or fix up or anything at the end of the year, they're they're thinking about how I'm going to categorize it on the tax return yeah. and not about what the business owner really needs that to look like so that they can get the information out and really make decisions about moving their business forward. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's, a, I think, a gap, not only with bookkeepers, with accountants too, that they're all focused on compliance, not on you know, business management and yeah. dashboards. And in fact, this, this conference I was at today, it was uh, really interesting. And they, they were talking about um, your dashboards, building out your dashboards and reporting. Um, and, and they were talking about the reason that a report exists is for you to make a decision. And if you're literally looking at reports and not making decisions, yeah. it's a complete waste of time. I'm like, exactly. Oh. All my, yes. all my entire job is creating reports that <laughs> they better be good. <laughs> they better but, be good reports, man. They don't make decisions off their tax returns, right? They don't make yeah. decisions off their income statements and balance sheets. Not enough of them. Yeah. And my entire life, my entire profession is based off of doing something that fundamentally has no value by the definition of this conference. Um, but I think there's that's that's an opportunity, right? Like, be, and, and whether it's the an accountant or a bookkeeper for both of us to be like, okay, what kind of reports can I pull out of this information that will enable my customers to make better decisions? Absolutely, absolutely. That's exactly what it's about. And we talk about that in the in the uh, course that we offer when we spend a great deal of time on the chart of accounts and saying, oh, like, really, you brilliant. can't. You cannot be a good bookkeeper and be working with the template that comes out of QBO, Bingo. QuickBooks, Desktop, Sage. I don't care which one it yeah. is. They're all bad. Like yeah. you should not be using those going forward, right? You've got to customize that chart of accounts. Couldn't so agree more. The templating is the worst thing you can do. In fact, when I see people out on the Facebook group saying, oh, I started this business. Can you give me their chart of accounts? It's like, figure it out, ask questions, ask yeah. your client and get to understand That's what right. should be in a cost of goods sold line, what should be in an expense line. That's the right. difference, you know, understand your client's business and then it's easy. That's like, right, exactly. And setting up the chart of accounts so it's easy to read, you know, yeah. if they've got inventory and it's categorized properly, then you should have exactly the same categories under cost of goods sold. So that with one yeah. quick, one quick look of their financial statements, yeah. they can see Margins. whether or not they're making a profit Margins. on that particular category, right? Totally. And and how many, you know, I, I see a lot of different setups because that's that's basically what I do is people come to me and need help with their system. They've tried yeah. to do it themselves or they had a bookkeeper do it or whatever. Yeah. 
and it's a mess. And it's like, this has nothing to do with your business. You know, I, I met with somebody today, they've been in business seven years and they're all of a sudden their business is just taken off and they're losing control of it. And they're like, yeah, we really want to be able to figure out our margins. We've never really understood that part, but now we really need to. And I can assure you, I haven't seen their books yet, but I can assure you they're just yeah. set up in some generic way, yep. other expenses. And what's that one we see in QuickBooks Online is sales of product income. Isn't that yep. where everything goes? Yep. I hate that line item. I try and do away with it. And yeah. um, or, probably you know, on, on categorized the, on, income or something. Yeah, yeah. And then I, I was actually on a call today where they went, what does this mean uncategorized? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's what you think it it means. Yes. <laughs> that word is pretty uh, is pretty obvious to me, you know. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, you know, I get what what you're trying to do with these packages and try and capture things that that may not make sense, but it's like that's a problem. So, yeah, they're not doing business owners a favor at all. Yeah, no, totally. And I I've just seen so like how many ask my accountant entries do you have to put in there, right? If you I don't have to ask put my accountant to me, I, I love the ask my accountant. Thing. Oh, I do too. But at when the end of the day, if it's set up properly and you've got everything nicely automated, like those maybe are the a receipt bank or hub doc thrown into the equation. I don't get ask, ask my accountant, explain that to me because in reality, I know that I can put notes on the financial statements that I send to the accountant. So if I'm not, I want him to be or she to be aware of something and I'm not sure that it is booked the way I've booked it, then why am I not just putting a note on the, yeah. to the account? Well, what, I, I what, think where I see it though, is a business that is, that is trying to do their own books yeah. and yeah, then yeah, yeah. They, they rely on their year end accountant to close them yeah. up for them. And that's what I told this, this, this uh, potential client today is that, your year-end accountant, that's not really like, yeah, they're there to tie it up and put together the package and, and yeah. file your tax return, yeah. but they don't give a rat's ass about the, the between the two periods. They're just there to cl clean stuff right. up and they're often yeah. throw it in one entry. Yeah. De you know, debit receivables. And it's immaterial. It's immaterial. Yeah. yeah. That's right. <laughs> write it off to this. And, yeah. and, and really that all comes back to the importance of a good bookkeeper, whether it be in-house. And I've had a lot of good in-house bookkeepers and companies yep. I've worked for and accounting departments I've run. Or if you're a third-party bookkeeper working either for somebody else and providing services, or if you're working for yourself, you gotta be good at this stuff. And so that's right. classes like you're teaching, Diane, especially with your pedigree and, and with your crew, with all the history you guys got, like that, that kind of if anyone's listening out there, Diane does does uh, like to teach around the world, right? It's yeah, I a, do. A Canada I do. thing, so I I totally recommend um, their services because. And, you, and know. you know, I got I have to put a shout out to the rest of our community because I, they have been unbelievably supportive of all Guinea of this. Pigs. You know, <laughs> Kelly, Tanya, Juliet, like they have just come. Well, I saw a comment it, yeah. from Sandra, Sandra Byers from uh, the Tanya Hiltz yes, organization. Right. Right? She came through our class, our yeah. first class, actually. Best course you can take if you're starting out and best teachers you could ask for. Exclamation Aww. mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. And I know Sandra, she's she's a, a, a 
a real sweetheart. That's a very heartfelt comment. So yes, absolutely. She was nice great. Work. Actually, she came through our first class, and she's got you know quite a bit of experience working. Well, she works for for this Tanya Hilts character. Absolutely, has been but winning firms of the future <laughs> and top Canadian pro advisor at those awards last week. So yeah, she's. Yeah, but you know what her comment was, and, and one of the reasons why Tanya said, I want you to do this course is, is, and she kept saying that all the way through the course was, now I finally get to connect the dots, because I've had to do it manually, I now understand completely what's going on in QBO, which is the one that they work in the most, and if I get a cleanup file, I can fix it, I have to nail the confidence to fix it. If and you don't have that properly. Yeah, if you don't have that foundation, you better not go near cleanup files yeah, because yeah. you you can't fix them. Yeah, it's so true. So yeah, for sure, she was a she was a joy to have in the class. Yeah, oh, I have a a question on the sort of accountants versus bookkeepers side of things. Yeah, um, and I've always noticed that I find that. Accountants are a lot more, like I said, you know, joking about materiality, but we accountants tend to be a lot more. What's the best way to explain it? Let's let's say uh, be gentle on us, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> but well, it's okay. I'm not. A, I I don't actually have my designation anymore, so I'm I'm a. I, I let's say uh, I I tend to find bookkeepers to be more conservative than accountants, hmm. and and more along the lines of, you know, we've all seen the accountant movie, right? Where with uh, where he's sitting there at the beginning of the movie, sitting there with the accountant, trying to find all the things that he can deduct. Oh, you did, you know, that's a, you know, a home office now that you've got. Yeah. You saw this, this is right. And the accountant's job has always been to try and find ways to sort of deduct things. Yes. And I've always found that the bookkeeper was, and maybe this is a poor impression, but the impression I've always got is the bookkeeper's job was always to tell them what they couldn't deduct, and and have always been far more conservative on their approach to, you know, what's deductible and, and a little bit more conservative and obviously more almost anal when it comes to the, the books, right? Which is, uh, you know- It's not a bad thing. A great well, you, you know what, I, I, I think that there, I think that I take your point, um, Andrew, because there's actually, if you go to my website, which is, I don't even update anymore because I'm not taking on clients, but. But if you go to the website, there's a testimonial there from a client that I had for many, many years. And all he wrote was, she keeps me out of jail. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I think that was what it was for him because I did make sure he was compliant. Right. Yeah. And, and well, that's I think the thing. That's People really don't know. And they get bad advice from non-accountants, non-bookkeepers. I hear that. <laughs> oh, I hear I can deduct this and I can deduct that. Yeah. And then... Yeah. Who told you that? And I've even talked to people kind of close to me that are entrepreneurial in nature and you hear that stuff that they're trying to deduct and I'm like, no, yeah. no. And I'm yeah. not a tax guy, but it doesn't take much to know you can't deduct your dog food, you yeah. know, because it's a- What if it's a security dog? <laughs> no, it's your buddy. It was his pet no, it's dog. It's a security dog, Brad. Yeah, but somehow someone told him that. Yeah, but it's a security dog. Yeah, it's yeah. security, right? Yeah, yeah. Some for sure. some bad advice like that. And yeah, for I sure. I can't remember, and I've heard other stuff like that. Clothing's so. a big one. I often get that question. You know, I had oh, to go yeah. buy a new dry suit. cleaning. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's like, that, yeah, but I got to look good to go out and close the business. It's like, yeah, yeah. well, you got to wear clothes, so 
that's a, a, a lifestyle choice. No, yeah. you can't deduct it. Meals and There's, entertainment, of course, they think because they're in business, now they get to write off everything that they eat, drink um, out there all day long. So uh, that's a really big one and a huge disappointment when they find out that they can't usually. Well, why am I in business then? <laughs> Well, they can if they're discussing business with. Yeah, the absolutely. There's so, there's definitely so, that gray area though. If you're if you're sitting there working and actually eat, you know, like I yeah, think you can't, you can't just go out and buy a meal for yourself yeah. and be like all all the food I eat is deductible. And this is where it's educating the clients on how yes. they need to change their behavior. That's right. The make That's right. deductible or auto expenses are another big one, right? People really get themselves in trouble because they'll go out, they'll buy the company car. And then they'll hardly ever use it for company or for company use. They'll be pulling their boat with their branded truck or this or that, and they put thousands and thousands of miles, and they just think, "Oh, it's all business." Yeah. Well, what's exactly. even worse is no. automobile has been a huge audit. I don't know, like, yeah. if there's any other accountants listening to this, I don't know if you guys are seeing this. There was a massive push over the last couple of years before the yeah. audits were frozen thanks to COVID on automobile expenses because someone at CRA finally went, "Hey, wait a minute." Most people don't keep an audit log. An audit yeah, log. Yeah, that's right. Uh -huh. yes, that's right. And they're like, ha ha, cha ching. And it's so true because most clients, even if they were legitimately using it for business, weren't keeping the auto log no. to justify and prove it. And even if they could go back and recreate the auto log, the amount of time and energy that it would take to do that wasn't worth the cost of the deduction for so sure I love mile iq yeah you know that's that? that's exactly right that's i do it I, I volunteer and do a seminar once every month or so at small business bc which is a government funded uh organization that uh, helps people get into business and it's got all kinds of resources for them but anyways i do a seminar there every month that's just called your first year in business a financial overview and I'm always saying exactly that. You know what? I know you won't keep a log, <laughs> but if you can actually download this app, Mile IQ, and it's we all have our phones on us on the on our persons constantly. Just keep that, and all you got to do is swipe right for personal and swipe left for what business, I, and you're and you're good. What I love about that tool is just how well it works in the background. Yeah. It does. You it's never great. ever think about it. And yeah. then you go in there and everything's there. Yeah, it's and perfect. It's, One of those things that technology yeah. has really made a lot easier yeah. for, for both, for business owners and for, for uh, accountants and bookkeepers. Yeah, it's a great one. Yeah. On, on the, the training courses, have you considered doing something like a Kajabi or a Membirium and doing it as a course that you can make money on while you sleep? You know, Andrew, that would be the smart thing to do, wouldn't it? That would definitely be putting it, uh, uh, scaling it up and actually bringing in money where it didn't have to have any effort. But that's not why I do what I do. Right. And that's just who I am. I do. I, I want to I connect to the bookkeepers that are coming through the course. And I know Marge and Shelly feel exactly the same way. This is as much a labor of love as it is to, to make money for us. So I don't believe you get the same out of it if you're actually watching a recording and you can't ask the questions like the things that we've just been talking about and get answers that are correct. You're absolutely answers. Right. 
but I just so, came to a conference that is all about membership sites and and it's and it's huge with coaches and, and people are making big big yeah money. I know I know uh, I I should do it but you know IPBC was a not-for-profit and I volunteered doing that for 10 years too it's 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 I'm who I am this, I'm gonna force you and you will he'll be on you like yeah I will, will. force you to do it and Brad we're not done with your website I know I know <laughs> I gotta get he keeps coming up with oh my wife needs me to go for a walk I can't do it tonight I <laughs> every, he kept me up to like well what was it five in the morning your time three in the yeah. morning my time we went through all kinds of things yeah well, well your walks are important because they're uh you know you're losing so much weight and becoming so much more healthy so yes yeah, yeah. how's the are, are you plateauing how are you doing on that it's, it gets a bit rocky at times, but I'm sort of back on track. I've got about 20 pounds to go till I'm where I want to be. I'm, I'm down about 95 now. So it's you're such an inspiration yeah. to so Thank many you. people in the community, Brad. Really. Thanks. Absolutely. He got me on it. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm Andrew's down. What do you No, You're, you, I mean, everyone, one thing about these journeys is everyone's got to tailor it to themselves. That's what, why I like the new app is that they basically say, don't let other people influence you. It has to be you yeah. and tailor it to you and how yeah. you feel about things. This, ad, or this, this podcast with the event we talk about. Them. Yeah, no doubt. I should really tell them that, you know what? I want sponsorship fee, uh -huh. whether you like it or not. Yeah. <laughs> so I have a confession to make. Okay. Uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah. Right out here for everybody to hear it too. I saw a picture of your son probably a year and a half or so ago, two years ago, maybe. And My I went- My son or Andrew's son? No, your son, Brad. Okay. And, and I remember thinking this and looking at it and going, wow, he must look like his mom because he doesn't look at all <laughs> like his father. I could not see any of you in your son until you started losing weight. Yeah, I know. Oh. My- um someone said they couldn't see the resemblance of i have two brothers they both live in vancouver they're both younger than me and for the longest time i was not only the oldest but definitely the heaviest now i'm the lightest of the three and now people see the resemblance between me and my brothers so oh i see you and your son like i couldn't believe it that it was a couple of weeks ago you had a picture That's of the funny. two of you going out for a ride and i'm like oh wow oh like they're a spitting image actually so yeah, for yeah sure. it's, it's been a, it's been an interesting journey. Um, they just asked me the other day, you know, what have you learned? And I said, the fact that I actually stuck with it like this, like I just, yeah. I wake up and it's a part of my day and that's what they market is these long-term behavioral sort of attitude yeah. changes. Yeah. And that's why I say it, it's different for everyone. So, yeah, for sure. you know, Andrew's on a different journey than I, but you know, we, we like to hang out afterwards. We, we often throw a link down and we'll do that again tonight. So people can come hang out with us offline afterwards. But a few weeks ago, we did that. And then Andrew got up and grabbed his phone and, and kept came with us. He had to get his steps in. That was awesome. Like that's, I do stuff like that. I've actually done, a, uh, I had a client call one morning or a potential client and I just went for a walk while I talked to her. Yeah, I, I got to show you guys the amazing difference that Noom has had in, in my steps. So um, that's my day today. I don't know if you can see that in focus. Yeah, 12,000, 12,247 steps. Yeah. 
that's my week again. Looks wow. Yes. Not nice. Too bad, right? There you go, buddy. Um, and then I look at my month. Look at uh, the nice. trajectory. Like it, it's just it's it's uh, making small small improvements every day. Right? Yeah, that's what it's about. That's well, what it's and, about. And we love the the gadget. I love the gadgetry angle behind look it because we can here. get those metrics. Look at the year. Look at that. Like what a small daily change she can do has made. Bingo. Like in, in like by just making a small change each day. Yeah, absolutely. It's yeah. It's had a massive- it doesn't. It doesn't have to be huge. It it can be stuff that you can manage. Look at this. Yeah, you're, you're, one, a crazy. This is one year. That's my just moving my move goal. So it just. I stay active. That's it. And active means just moving. It's not yeah. even go for a run or a marathon. I, you just got to do it. And you know what? There's so many other benefits. It blows out the stress out of your system. Yeah. It makes a huge uh, difference to how yeah. you feel. Like, my, like that's the one thing my wife is and, and my kids are saying. It's like, you're not in as much of a bad mood. Dad. Yeah, totally. <laughs> it allows you to blow off steam better. And, and there's so many different ways to do that. So, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I listen to podcasts. If you want to listen to music, you can listen to an ebook. Um, you can listen to a webinar. Um, you, you know, if you want to, like in my sad, sad world leading up to the U.S. election, I was listening to the news. I found right. an app from the U.S. that is only accessible if you're in the U.S. So I actually went as far to log in through a VPN. VPN. <laughs> yeah, and and. I would go out and I, cause this was, you know, leading up to the, I think just after the election, you know, who's winning what I wanted, I was interested. It was like, let's face it. It's like watching a reality show literally and figuratively. Right. And I want to know how it's going to end. Fired, Trump. Yeah. Fired. But, but I would go out and say, Oh, you know, I want to go for a nice long walk. And I'm sitting there the whole way listening to the news doing my thing. And all of a sudden the hour's up and I've yeah. actually gone over an hour. It's been an hour and a half. So, you know, I'm consuming content, but you're out doing these other things. Yeah. So that's why I would tell people the best way to just stay active enough is to get up during your day, find ways where you're just sitting around. And Andrew, we have the Apple Watch yep. and I'm sure the Fitbits are the same. They tell you when you're sitting on your ass. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Get up and stand, right? Yeah. And, and that's the thing. So, yeah, we, I think I should I should ask Noom and Andrew, you'll hit them from your end that we no, want sponsorship. Sure. And you know what? They show up on a lot of the podcasts I listen to. I listen to a US podcast called Pod Save America. They're all these former uh, campaign strategists that worked in the Obama White House. And they, you know, they, they've got their podcasts. And if you've ever listened to the cloud accounting podcast with, with Blake and David, yeah. You do your own ads, right? Yeah. You, you find advertisers and then you read the ads. So these guys, they do, they talk about Noom. And one of the guys is like, well, I kind of blew it during the last little bit because it was all this stress binge eating. But I'm, I know that I'm, that it's okay because you're allowed to break it, right? That's the thing that they kind of teach you is that it's okay to break. And you know what? We should be toasting. Don't get guilted in. What's that? It's Financial Literacy Month, and this hey. week is Accountants. Yes, Accountants Week. And next nice. week is Global week. Raise a Cup to a Bookkeeper, November nice. the 18th. So, yes, absolutely. Just a cup? Can we get a bottle? 
Yeah. <laughs> Andrew wants a bottle of Crown Die Royal. After on, my on, own on heart. My, he wants to put on my room. Well, you will notice I've also gone to Coors Light. <laughs> that's, there you go. That's definitely a new impact. <laughs> now, was that a was that a bit larger than a small step? That took uh, a little bit more. Well, that's a pretty big step for Andrew. Yeah, Andrew, he's got a hollow leg. Yeah, right. the thing is for me is I can I drink I can like so my budget for tonight is like I had to plan so that I can drink on Fridays right because the alcohol like the, even with light beer this isn't going to be nine hundred calories of beer that I'm going to consume wow tonight and if your budget is fifteen to six to two thousand calories a day that's like half your budget. I had Skip to dinner. eat a lot of carrots today. <laughs> yes. Starving by the time I got here. So I had eggs for breakfast and carrots and salad for lunch. Hey, I wonder, because you don't have very much, you know, food in your stomach. The beer probably reacts quicker. <laughs> I'll tell you after, but but I'll tell you in the hap in the, in the after. after. <laughs> When I when I can't talk clearly, I'm like that's brilliant. It sounds like connect to me, man. You just I wonder if there's going to be a tea sheets party though. I wonder. I, I mean, how do you do a great tea sheets party? Is that something that you just say we can't do it right, or do you? It's do you, pretty hard because how do you deliver um, the yeah. refreshments? Yeah, because that's the thing, right? It's not all about the booze. It really, really isn't no, about the booze, but there is a lot of booze there. There is. It's the energy that everyone has, right? It's like we're we've had this yeah. great day, and now we're ready to like just let loose. Exactly. And I don't know that I don't know that I would work. want to be putting on the first conference in 2021. <laughs> well, I mean, Joe, Joe did it. I wonder how the nightlife was down in Florida. <laughs> there might be more than one scooter going down an escalator. There might be. <laughs> More than one, you know, people, accountants dancing on tables. It's gonna exactly. be exactly. It's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, could but get a little bit wild. It it'll definitely get wild because you know we get so used to seeing each other on a regular basis. Yeah, in some form or another, there's always a permutation and combination of our community that's out there doing something together. Exactly. And then everyone that doesn't get to do it sees it on social, they all get FOMO. So it just motivates you to not want to get FOMO. So the next time something comes up, I got to be there. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. The peer pressure involved with the big conferences. Yeah. It's just, you got to be there. If yeah. you're and so be there. kudos to Joe for like, as much as everyone's for like pulling it off. No, hey, I, I give him credit. It looks good. Having the fucking balls. Pardon yeah. Me having the yeah. balls to do it which i don't know if i would have had the balls to do that to, to well andrew we've been talking about new concepts how can we get people together or get somebody to put on the conference and 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 we're maybe we have to talk to joe and see so what worked what didn't work yeah i'm not saying literally we want to put one on but maybe put it out there to the universe and say you know somebody pull pull one off Talk yeah. to Joe. Have a conference. We'll come if you do it right. Well, I, I'm also going to say it'll be interesting to see. I think here's what I'm going to I'm going to put it out there to the universe right now. If this QB Connect conference doesn't deliver um, the way it should, which I'm 
I'm like half on the fence. I'm like, I know they can do it. I know they can do it, but I'm fearful that it might just be like phoned in. You know what I mean? If it doesn't deliver, I'm, I'm going to commit to pulling in every friend, every, every favor I can call in and putting on a really good virtual conference. Like the way I've seen done at icon today and one where it's really about connecting us back together, even though it's virtual and it's not the same thing. There's the, there is a way to do it virtually. Um, and I'm committed. You're, you heard it here first that if, if QB connect happens to suck, which wait, wait, wait till I hit the record button. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, wait, Andrews, this, this isn't going away. We'll have it all over the internet. If, soon, if so. it sucks, I, I'm calling in every single favor I've got. I'm going to learn from Niall, who put on a great conference. I'm going to learn from Icon. I'm going to learn from all the virtual conferences because I've been through a crap load of webinars. The Counting Salon did a great job. Counting Good. Salon, yeah. Fantastic job. done it well. And I, I, that's why I'm like, I'm fingers crossed. I'm like, I know Intuit can do a good job. I know Intuit, but I have that like, like I, I have I'm, no oh, doubt they will. It's oh, just this is gonna be great. This is gonna be shit. This is gonna be great. This is gonna be shit. I am like, so I'm waiting to see. And if it happens, you know, if the devil's right, I will put on the right conference. There you go. I think you should do it anyways, whether they do a good job or not. Would yeah, you... it's just a shit ton of work. I know it is, and money, man. Money. Virtual is it doesn't have to cost a lot of money, especially if you like. Pull in favors and you'd be like, hey, guys, like, I, like I'm not paying you, but do me a solid and teach one of your courses. And I think I know enough people that would do me a solid. Yeah. Um, so I think I could do it on the cheap, but it's still, a, even on the cheap, it's a lot of work. A lot, a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Holy crap. Uh, look what time it is. Yeah, I know. I was just about to say 1058. Wow. Hey, that hey, don't uh, don't close up yet. I want to actually go grab the link for where we are. If someone does want to hang out, um, feel free. Yeah, I think your partners are going to join us, right, Diane? Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, any final parting words? Uh, well, I I think first of all, thank you guys for inviting me. This has been so much fun. And I truly miss you guys like crazy. I wish there was a way that I, I could reach in there and give you a, a hug for and sure. Zoom hugs just don't quite cut They don't it. quite get it, right? Yeah, it, it doesn't quite work. But, uh, you know, you can't hit the glass together <laughs> on the toast and all of those things. But um, thank you very much for allowing me to talk about my new venture and my introduce my partners in the audience there. I'm sure they've been answering all kinds of questions. And So I just threw a link down in there. If anyone wants to come hang out, Andrew will remember to let you in. We sometimes forget. We'll be hanging out and everyone will be talking away. And then there's- I'm going to make you a co-host right now, Brad, so you can let people in too. So it's not all on me. me. <laughs> no, it's all on you, man. <laughs> but, hey, we should know better, Andrew. As soon as we start complicating things, we run into our tech issues. We get Yeah, that's so true. Cool. But I, I'm the king of complicating things. I love to I love to make things- Hey, everything went everything smoothly this week. Things complicated. No, that's because I was there. Yeah, exactly. We, yeah. we, no pressure at all. That's right. With Dan Mueller in the, in the, in the crowd. So that's right. 
Just well, relax. You. It's just Diane. Just Diane. Well, thank you so much. Is uh, is great Diane. to get caught up. And anyone wants to come hang out with us, we're going to hang out for a little bit. Andrew's going to teach marketing. Yeah, we'll try. But it, it is it has been an honor, Diane. Um, it's you are a true legend in this industry. Absolutely. Like, I, was, I think I was going to say, I was on your Facebook feed and looking at some of your memories. And you have memories that go back literally a decade of you winning awards in this industry. I think uh, you can see some of them up there. That whole top her trophy of that case. cabinet is full of awards. I had to say, no more, please. It's time <laughs> to start giving them to somebody else. But yeah, Andrew, I, I'll take them. I'm not, I'm not picky that way. I, I don't have a limit. <laughs> um, that, there's a Luca. Is that the very end? See that Luca award there? There yeah. it is. So that's from uh, International Global Bookkeeper Award, which is very cool. And then there's all kinds of other ones there from Sage. There's even ones there from QuickBox. Into it, I mean, into it. <laughs> and um, yeah, lots of various things. So I have been an incredibly, incredibly lucky person that I've always had such great people around me to help me do all that I love doing. All about our community, isn't it? It is. It's all about them. Yeah, all about them. Awesome. For so sure. All right. We'll be back next week. And in fact, next week, uh, Brad, I haven't spoken to you about this yet, but we're going to have a really, really fun and interesting show next week. I think a lot of you might have seen my my uh, throwback post um, where I had my longest Facebook Live two years ago. We're going to try and recreate something along those but lines. And bring don't, we have, don't we have a guest that is already booked? uh we may uh we do <laughs> so let's we're, we're gonna talk we, about i guess we have to talk about it because i'm trying to okay uh so we'll see you guys next week and i'm, I'm and if that doesn't work out we have eric lee yeah <laughs> all well, right yeah okay Bye we'll for talk now. about it we'll let you all know yeah bye everybody <laughs> love you bye-bye bye, -bye. bye.